Hey, Relevant Development community, are you ready to take your leadership to new heights? Begin your journey with the Raise the Bar Leadership Group. With only 25 spots available, transform your leadership in just 90 days through dynamic weekly sessions, well-crafted strategies, and a supportive community. Discover the art of leading with authenticity, strength, and influence. You can secure your spot by messaging me the word leader to info at weraisethebar.com. That's info at weraise, R-A-I-Z-E, thebar.com. Anyone can hold a position, but not everyone can raise the bar. Let's lead boldly with intentionality and purpose. If you're ready, DM me the word leader. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, you're in the right spot. This is the Relevant Development Podcast. I am your host, Juan Alvarado, and it is a joy to have you here today. The Relevant Development Podcast is for those people who want to level up their leadership, but not just read any books or listen to any podcast. We want to make sure that your development is relevant and anything that we do on this podcast is for your growth, both personal and professional. In today's episode, we jump in right where we left off last week in my conversation with James Lachlan and our conversation on keys to high performance leadership. Grab that pin, grab that paper, and let's take notes as we finish up our conversation with James Lachlan. Are you ready? Let's go get it. If you want to raise the bar on your growth, whether it's personal or professional, this is the podcast for you. We are here to teach, mold, and grow you and make your development relevant. This is the Relevant Development Podcast. And now, the host, your personal and professional development coach, Juan Alvarado. Alvarado. Thank you and welcome to the Relevant Development Podcast. Hey, before we get started, I want to talk to you about the blueprint to leadership. It is for those employers who need to conduct professional development for their managers or supervisors, those people in leadership roles, but just don't have the time. It is an online course where you learn to become the leader that everyone willingly wants to follow. What's in this course? We go over things like the five levels of leadership, identifying where you are in those five levels, and then what you need to do to move up those levels, how and when to restart your team, how to create a productive environment, how to create an understanding team, and how to have those hard conversations. We even cover how to find your strengths and how to locate those blind spots for you and your team so you can be effective and productive. All you need to do is go to the show notes and click on the link for the Blueprint to Leadership or visit www.weraisethebar.com and look for the online courses. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Go back to the simple things, meditation, exercise, diet, and sleep. I call it meds. Take your meds, Mm. your meditation or your mental training, your exercise in, look after your diet and get sufficient sleep. Mm. Always take your meds as a leader. That's huge. You, you, we get, that's a whole nother podcast just on meds. What would be your advice for, because a lot of the listeners that I have are either leaders already and they want to make that bigger jump. So they went from a staff, they showed leadership, they just got that that management position or that supervisor position. They've been there uh, a year or two, maybe three And then there's another position that's getting ready to open up. Their boss that has been there forever is about to leave. How does that one person separate themselves from the other people who have been there just as long? How do they become and take that next step to being a high performer? What what advice would you give them? Great question. So BIF, this is what I want people to think about, right? And I'll take you back a little bit. So here in New Zealand, 
It's a very small country. We got we have a population of just over four million people, right? Very small country. But New Zealand tends to punch above its own weight. You know, it's got the best rugby team on the planet, world champions. It's got the best rowers at the Olympics. Um, it's got other sports that it dominates in badminton, um, volleyball, uh, netball, a couple other sports it does really well in. But for a small country, it's like, how, how are they doing that? So I had my own experience of that. So I came down to New Zealand on a uh, culture visa, a talent and culture visa. And my responsibility was to enhance Scottish arts in New Zealand because they have a, a lot of Scots and Irish moved here. So my, that was my responsibility. And I was going to do that through my drumming. So I'm a seven-time world champion pipe band drummer, so Scottish style of drumming, even though I'm Irish. Don't let that confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> so I came down here, and I was working at a school. And this school, very competitive school, and did very well academically. A lot of their teams were doing well nationally. And their pipe band was pretty small, but it was doing well nationally. It was a national champion in the juvenile grade a couple of times. And their mission was to become the world's best, to win the world championships. No New Zealand pipe band or drum line had ever done that in the history. And so started working with this team, 2005, 2006, and nowhere near being BIF, best in field, right? Mm -hmm. So when we think about being best in field, I don't mean in your country. I don't mean in your continent. I mean, like in the world. So my challenge I set for this team, this underdog team was, if you were the BIF, if you were the best in your field, how would you act? How would you think? How would you perform? How would you deepen your belief? How would you execute on what's needed to be done to be BIF consistently? And so we come up with all these list and ideas. We researched who were the BIF at that time. How were they carrying themselves? How were they executing? How were they performing? And then we started to look at our own behaviors through that filter of how would the BIF operate right now? And so over a number of years, we built that mindset of let's be BIF. Let's not be the best in New Zealand. Let's be the best in the world. And on that journey, what ended up happening is the team ended up being, they were all under 18, all kids ended up um, being national juvenile champions like 14 years in a row. Mm. They ended up going from a, a lower grade up into an adult grade and beating the adults consistently in New wow. Zealand. Wow. So when that started to happen, I was like, they're starting to think of BIF. They're, being, they're dominating New Zealand, not only in the juvenile grade, but in the adult grade. So went to the World Championships 2007 and came third in the juvenile grade. When, um, bear in mind, when kids get to 18, they got to leave the band. So there's a constant turnover. So you're trying to build this culture and maintain it, even though you've got turnover. Just like a company, right? You're building your company or your team, your sports team. There's going to be turnover. People move on. So trying to deepen this, this mindset of BIF. We got to 2013, and I knew I had a special group who understood what BIF thinking was. And by the time they got to Scotland, so bear in mind, 12,000-mile journey, you know, a quarter of a million dollars raised to get there, to stand and have I think five and a half minutes was what they had to perform. And they had a panel of adjudicators judging. But before they performed, I knew and they knew that they were BIF. No matter what an adjudicator had to say, they knew they were the best in the world. And they had the air of confidence, not cockiness, but confidence, like we've got this. Just like a Navy SEAL team, they wouldn't be walking in going, think we've got this? They're like, <laughs> we've got this. Right? Yeah. 
Exactly. So they were like the Navy SEALs in, the, in, their, in their own minds. BIF. They hit that performance. Afterwards, they came off debrief. That was the best they could have achieved. Three hours later, they rewrote the history books for New Zealand. They became the first ever people from New Zealand to win the world championships. And that changed the trajectory for New Zealand in terms of that sport or that field. But how did it happen? No magic sauce, no luck, just a change in mindset of if I was BIF, how would I think, act, feel, influence, perform? So it's just thinking about if you want that next roll up, that person that's listening that wants to be the next roll up, think, how would the best in the field act? So let's say you're in a company, let's take uh, McDonald's and you want to be the, the leader that you want to own a franchise. Well, don't look at who's got the best franchise in your state. Look at who's got the best franchise in the world. Do your research. Get in touch with them. Research them. Look at their Instagram account. Look at their LinkedIn account. What are they saying? Who are they talking to? How are they thinking? Think like them. You know, reach for the stars and be BIF. If you want to be uh, ripped, don't look at someone at your local gym. Look at Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What's he doing? <laughs> you know, BIF. Mm, that's that's good. That's really good. Uh, and that and that's the thing is to have that role model or some something or someone to look at that you know in my business uh, raise the bar to set the bar. And once you see the bar is set, this person set the bar, then raise it above that because then by result will you will be BIF. So those people who want to uh, be that BIF, they want to raise that bar and they need something or someone to look at, to learn from, how can people not only get in touch with you, but tell me a little bit and our listeners a little bit of um, the program that you have, because I feel that the, the program that you do have um, and the groups that you, that you lead, if they're a part of that, they can be BIF. Yeah, totally. Thank you for, for asking. So a couple of things. I always, if people are looking for a mentor or a coach, uh, or an advisor, a consultant. The one thing I would always say is do your research and don't jump into it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna invest financially and with your time, do your research. So I'd like people to come and try me out, so to speak. I'd like people to come and listen to the podcast, the Lead on Purpose podcast uh, with James Lachlan, where I interview former presidents, prime ministers, uh, Fortune 200 CEOs, philanthropists, all different types of people. Come and check that out. There's amazing free content. Also, come and join me over on Instagram at James Lachlan Official and just get a feel for who I am. And then if you're interested, then come and check out what, you know the different coaching offerings. I, I can't take any one-to-one -one clients on uh, at this point, probably for the next at least year, 18 months. But I've got a couple of other things that people might be interested in. So I run the Leaders Mastermind where I bring in people from all different leadership spheres and we go through a 12-month program. And I also have the Purpose Club. So the Purpose Club, it's $30 a month. People get to come and do a monthly training with me. And I actually just did it. I did it on the first of the month. It was February 1st here in New Zealand yesterday. And we worked on belief, developing belief as a leader. And we go deep. So the Purpose Club would be a great place for people to start. And they can just go and check it all out at jjlachlan.com. And if they've got any questions, they can engage with me on Instagram. And for those that are more business focused, you can catch up with me on LinkedIn for sure. Beautiful, beautiful. I, and I, I think it's, it's great for people to have that teacher. I think from, from beginnings of times, those people who um, have a faith background, 
you know, they, there's, there were, there were leaders, there was master teachers, if you will, and that people followed. Um, there was, uh, you know, throughout, throughout time, there was, you know, kings and queens that people followed. There was always someone, a, a master teacher that people followed. And in school, right, we, we go to school K through 12. Some people go to college, some people don't. And then when they get to work, right, you talked about EQ a little bit. And I've learned that in school, it's IQ will take you as far as, as it can go. But in real life, after school is over, EQ takes you pretty much the rest of the way. It's, it's in reverse. Right. It's like 80 percent IQ, 20 percent EQ. And in real life, it's the other way around. It's like 80 percent EQ and the rest is IQ. Like you do more of having that connection with with people. And we all have those leaders in front of us. And we also have people behind us that we're we're there to lead. And so if you really want to be that next level leader and actually lead with purpose, on purpose, towards a purpose, please reach out to James uh, Find his podcast. We'll put the links into in, in the description and the show notes um, and the Purpose Club as well. And I think that's going to take you and a twelve month twelve month program. That's huge. It's not like this six weeks, four weeks, five days. You know, not even you see two or three months. A whole year of strong leadership um, to to follow. That's great, James. I, I love what you're doing. I love everything that you you stand for and and those things that you do. Um, lastly, this is the, the relevant development podcast and the business that I have is raise the bar. Tell me about someone either uh, past or present that helped you raise that bar. Great question. Let me just ponder that for a second. Who's helped me raise the bar in life? There's been many. Interestingly, I'd say my son, my son is five years old. Many people say, you know, like we're here to lead the younger generation. He has helped me. He has helped me by, um, pushing me to my limits. Uh, as, as a lot of children can do and uh, <laughs> testing my patience <laughs> and, you know, making me realize what life's about. Like life is for me, life is about creating opportunities for him, uh, helping him see the world through his own filter that he gets to create and craft um, setting him up to fly. I'm not setting him up to live with me until I die. I'm setting him up. So as, as soon as he's ready, he can engage with the world. So he has really, since the day he was born, forced me to raise the bar. In fact, I made massive life-changing decisions within 30 days of him being born and uh, all because of him. So I don't think we can say who's going to help us raise the bar. Sometimes they just show up at the time we need them to show up and they force us to raise the bar. And I'm so thankful that he has. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I have three boys myself and yeah, every single day they'll teach you something. And they teach you how to be a better man and how to be a better father and how to be a better person all in, gen in, in general. I would love if you if you would like to later on in the future to do another part two, because I have tons of more questions. I'd love to see um, for a future podcast for there to be how do you transition or how there has to be a shift in your leadership from work and how different but similar it is at home, but how we have to kind of have to make that switch and how do we lead our family uh, as uh, as a man, as a father, as a husband, you know, moving forward, um, would you be open to that? Juan, let's get that scheduled. <laughs> For four years now, I've been interviewing uh, prime ministers, um, thought leaders, authors, all on fatherhood and leading as a dad in the workplace, and then leading as a dad when you get home. I, let's get it scheduled and yeah. let's have that chat. I, there's a podcast that I uh, episode that I have is called the the working parent and the hats that we wear. And I talk about how I get ready at home. You should check, check that, that episode out. So real quick, before you go, a couple quick questions. 
What are you currently reading or watching? Oh, I am so fanatical about reading. I love it. So for the probably the seventh time, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I love the book. Uh, I'm also rereading The One Thing by uh, Keller. Great yep. book. Also that sits by my bed is The Daily Stoic and um, by Ryan Holiday. A brilliant book. And essentially, he takes all the stoic philosophy and it's just one page. So it's 366 uh, pages in the book. There's a every day of the year has a different stoic quote. And then he actually breaks it down and goes, hey, this is how it applies to life in the modern world. Mm. This is how you apply it to your life as a leader. It's a brilliant book. So that though that's what I'm reading right now. I I'm, I find it hard to read one book. I like to just kind of <laughs> cruise and float. <laughs> nice, nice. Any any uh, kind of to disconnect anything that you're watching that's not leadership. It's it's you as a as a you know and as an individual. You know what I um I get inspired by certain things. I I watched two programs recently. And one of them was actually recommended to me by a friend who's an incredible leader. He, he's the captain of our national rugby team. He just wrote, James, Netflix, 14 Peaks. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out, dude. 14 Peaks on Netflix. Absolutely amazing story of humanity, of striving, of uh, you know setting a massive vision. Uh, I'll not tell you guys anymore. You just got to go to Netflix <laughs> and type in 14 Peaks. And the other one was Inspiration4, uh, all around SpaceX tech, taking the first non-astronauts to space a great docuseries on netflix as well uh number one sports that you team or or uh, sports that you follow uh so the, the team that i love and admire for so many reasons are the all blacks which are new zealand's national rugby team i've got some friends in there i've worked worked with some of the guys that used to be in there as well i just have so much respect with how they approach life how they approach sport and their whole leadership philosophy. So if anybody hasn't checked the All Blacks out, Google them, Google All Blacks Haka, H-A-K-A, and look at the YouTube footage of them doing a Haka. It's quite amazing. It, it's, it is great. I know there's a, if you have Amazon Prime uh, and you go to, to the, the TV uh, portion of Amazon, you can type in All Blacks and there's a behind the scenes show. I want to say there's like eight or, uh, eight or nine episodes and I won me over. I'm like, Screw American football and everything else. Like, became a fan instantly, and all three of my boys were like, "Can we watch it again? Can we watch it again?" And so now, uh, th- since that season is over, I think it's old. It's like 2018, 2019, maybe. Um, but we'll ask when they're playing if we can watch them playing uh, on on TV. Um, and yeah, they are eye catching, very motivational, just the best team in all of sports, hands down. Even more than Tom Brady, even though he he just retired. <laughs> um, last last question: Who do you feel uh, is speaking of Tom Brady? Who do you think is the all around best athlete ever? Serena Williams. Why is that? She is fire. She has resilience. She has grit. She has went through so much that most people don't even have a clue. Like her own sister was shot dead in a drive by gang shooting. Her sister was her assistant. Um, she then got back on the court and won more Grand Slams. She had a pulmonary embolism and nearly died. Four months later, she's back to full training, wins more Grand Slams. Mm-hmm. She's the only woman who won Grand Slams, became a mother, and then went back to professional tennis. <laughs> Every other professional who ever won Grand Slam never went back. Not only did she go back, she won more Grand Slams. Serena is, to me, 
the epitome of excellence, leadership, driving force, energy, excitement, tenacity. She's amazing. Well, resilience and it, it carries you. I think even just as much as resilience, character, and I would hope that everyone listening to this continue to motivate your to motivate yourself, push, continue to push forward to get to that next level, and remember to raise that bar and pull yourself up and be successful in everything that you do. James, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to schedule the next the next podcast with you. Uh, you are inspirational to me, and I have learned a lot just watching your Instagram. So please go follow him on Instagram and check out his website. Again, everything will be on the show notes. James, it's been an honor and a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Juan. It's been amazing. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me in my conversation with James Lachlan. If you liked what you heard today, please give him a follow at JJ Lachlan Official. And then go and make sure that you visit his website at jjlachlan.com. I am Juan Alvarado. We will see you on the next podcast. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Relevant Development Podcast with Juan Alvarado. You can rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and be sure to follow Juan on Instagram at RaiseTheBarCEO. That's R-A-I-Z-E, The Bar CEO, or at WeRaiseTheBar.com. That's We, R-A-I-Z-E, The Bar.com. We'll see you here next time. Next time. Next time.